0: You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the
1: conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your
0: host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hi, friends. Today, we're talking about a very sensitive subject of loss and grief. And I have my beautiful friend, Lisa Smith, with me. And Lisa was married at 30 and had two beautiful twins. Her husband, Robbie, was a Florida Highway Patrol trooper who was on a special task force for DUI drivers. And when Robbie was 34 and Lisa was 33, which put her with baby twins, just a few years old, Robbie was killed by a drunk driver. And I think you guys are going to love hearing from Lisa today. She's inspiring, strong, beautiful believer who points everyone to Jesus. And I know it hasn't been easy for her, but she's lived a life authentically and open. And I'm excited for you guys to meet her. So Lisa, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lisa. It's an honor. So I have a little bit of a background story here. So I met Lisa because our daughters are mutual lovers of Nick Jonas. (laughs) Yes. And I met the twins one night at a Taylor Swift concert when I was like, look at these cuties and started talking to them. And then Lisa and I ended up in the same Bible study and twins Mm -hmm. group. And she's just been a rock and a beautiful person all of these years. And Lisa has a calling on her life to share her story with people who are experiencing loss and grief. And so I've been able and blessed to encourage her to start her own podcast, which will hopefully be up and running in just a few short weeks, I hope. And what's the name of that podcast, Lisa?
1: It's actually been what, 24 years. And God has just been stirring my spirit to do something to give back because I just know there's so many people out there that are mourning. And so the podcast is actually going to be called Joy in Mourning because I think mourning is really a lot of different it affects a lot of different things for different people and so for me it was of course mourning my husband but I've honestly had to look back at the 24 years and look at the joy that this tragedy has brought me and I really think that if we just find the joy in the small things yeah that will propel us forward and of course with the I couldn't have gotten through any of it without the love of Jesus and having him really in the forefront of everything I've done. So I've just been excited to share with the world about some of the joys that I have found. And I'm just very excited to uh, get it out there.
0: Right. So let's start with that day. Well, that was just a normal day, like every other day, I'm assuming. What happened? Well, after?
1: you know, in an actually. Something stirred my heart a little bit because Robbie did things differently that night because he worked the midnight shift, and so he actually, when he was shaving to get ready, he had Taylor and Todd were actually standing up in the bathroom, looking in the mirror at him, and as he was shaving, they were just getting the biggest kick out of it, and there was just so many things that I look back at he even had left his wedding ring on the dresser and I just, he did his usual routine, kissed us, told us he loved us. And, and that was the next thing I know is mother was at my door. My alarm went off. It was like three o'clock in the morning. And that's when she had told me that we need to go to the hospital. Robbie was in an accident. So at that point on, it's, I just wanted to go see him. And it was just all surreal. I really didn't even believe it. And then of course they had us go over to my sister-in-law's house where the troopers were at. And that's when they shared with me that he expired at the scene. A drunk driver had hit him from behind and the car blew up. It just, there's just some days where, you know, it just Yeah. Especially when, you know, Taylor and Todd are now 27. Wow, 27. They graduated. They now they're married. And it's just so but I know Robbie's watching and, and it's just, there's just those kind of times that are very hard that it just gives me a lump in my throat. But you know, I just, we have, there's been a lot of amazing, beautiful things that have come out of his death, but that I'm just so grateful
0: for. So talk to me a little bit about the days following that. Did you want no, so to sleep in your house that night? Who went with you? Were the kids with you? Actually,
1: I really... Hung out at my sister-in-law's for a long time. A lot of people came over. And then, of course, since he was working for the state, there was just so many people that came in and out of the doors because it actually went to a national level. We just were hearing from everybody. I even have a letter from Bill Clinton that he was just so sorry for our loss. And just a lot of state officials were there. Florida Highway Patrol came over and they had to go through everything as far as my benefits went. So it was was really, really overwhelming that I just, I was taking things in and out. Um, and, and, And I just, the only thing that really was just really heavy on my heart was, how do you tell these two little, these two little babies that just turned three, that dad's not coming through the door? And that's all I could think of. I think that was pretty much a lot that weighed on me for the first few weeks. It's just how I was going to tell them. But I just had so many family around me that comforted me that we just were able, God gave me so much peace. I didn't understand it. I wasn't angry. I I didn't believe that God, I just know that God had a bigger purpose for Robbie. And I just had to cling to that. I had to cling to just what I knew is God was going to get me through it. He would never leave me or forsake me. That's one of my favorite verses. And of course, I love it's. I think it's our Joshua 19, be strong and courageous. I think that was, I just knew that I had to go on and be a single mom. And I was just going to, you know, my, my life now was to raise these two children in the Lord. And that's how we were going to get through it.
0: And so I know from your story that your identity kind of became a person who ministered to people that were going through similar situations. You started a foundation in Robbie's name. Tell us about that. Yeah.
1: So it's all I just kept thinking of is how we could give back. We could give back to families that have gone through this tragedy. And so I decided in 2011, I was going to open the Trooper Robert Glenn Smith Foundation, and we did golf tournaments and we did those for i would say probably 7 years when we were able to give back to some of the families and that was really something that was really tugging at my heart i was just so we were so blessed that i just wanted to bless other people and really be there for other families that went through the tragedy so we just we raised money to give back to families that were affected by a drunk driver and It was really rewarding. So many people came out and helped. And Robbie, he loved golf. He used to golf with his buddies. He went to LSU. I mean, Robbie, there was a lot about Robbie that he was just an amazing man that he had done so many things, went to college. He even managed a bar CJ's back in the, uh, I think the 90s. And we really, I knew Robbie for a long time. We were actually good friends before we got married. And so he just wore many hats. He was, then he actually he pitched, he won their, gosh, one of their championships, LSU, I think in the nineties, because I really didn't know him through the baseball days. I just knew of him. And, and then he actually was drafted into the minors of the Minnesota Twins what? and he dislocated his shoulder. And that's when he became, he went into the Florida High Patrol.
0: Right. So it, he was. stories.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. And of course, his son took his natural athletic abilities because Todd was an amazing baseball player. So, but yeah, so opening the foundation was a really, really an amazing thing that we could do for others.
0: Right. And a little therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. It makes yeah. me think of that verse that said, God comforts us. Yeah. So that we can comfort others with the same yeah. comfort we've received. Yeah. That's really became a mission for you. So how have you struggled to separate your identity as a widow for the past how many years now?
1: Gosh, it was 24. And I just knew that I had that, I guess we could say it was my title. Mm -hmm. But I just knew that, and it kind of like, when I tell people that I don't want their, I just felt sometimes they would, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, But it just, again, it was I knew my true identity was in Christ. I knew I was a child of God. I knew that this was, you know, one of those in the valleys that I had to go through, really to become and, and be a stronger Christian because I really had to cling to that and my faith. I didn't struggle with it. I did for a little bit, but now I'm actually proud of it. and I really, I think that's where the podcast came into play about finding joy um because i know we can we can help so many other widows out there that struggle with that right.
0: because and he does tell us yeah. to pick up our cross and follow yes. him and this is the cross that he has graciously allowed in your life yeah and i can clearly see that you have picked that up and you've followed him and you've become a light for a lot of people in dark places yeah
1: and you know there i would say a lot of my healing came from First of all, it came from Bible Study Fellowship. That was huge for me. I got right involved in that in 1998 because he was killed July 26, 1997. And I was being involved in, in the groups, And but I got to really start sharing my story and my hurt and my pain. And I think that's where 20-some years of BSF really helped me to get through a lot of it. Build
0: and then that of course, foundation. yeah.
1: And then, of course, I I, we had the foundation. Then I became was involved with the South Dade Mothers of Multiples. They actually reached out to me when they saw my story on TV. Wow. And I was like, oh, you know, and and at first I was a little hesitant to go, but I did. And that was the best thing I could have ever done, because I I became friends with a whole group of ladies that every year we would go to a twins convention together So I really stayed involved and I stayed involved in my church. I just wanted to keep giving back and giving back. And parts of me, I guess it was, I look back now and I, uh, I kept myself so busy. I don't think some days I had, I really could mourn. Right. And so I, um, you know, but that was my way of, I guess, cope. I don't even want to say coping with it, but just that was my way of, and I wanted my children to see that we just could get, we wanted, we could give back and we could do things for others. Middle of, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How God really turned your misery into a ministry to help others. Yeah. Yeah. So looking back with everything that you've learned, if you could go back to that same night when you heard your alarm going off and your mother-in-law was walking in the door, what would you tell yourself? Gosh,
1: you know, I would tell myself to, um. You know how we get, we just get so wrapped up in the everyday life that you just forget to just take a breath and pause. And I think that that's where I look back and there's some things that I would never change what, how I've come through it, the other end, because I had to go through the pain and the, you know, some of it, but just clinging to God's words and those promises and really taking them to heart. I think that's really what, and being more intentional
0: mm-hmm.
1: on really just because I've learned a lot through that and I've learned to just to pause and just be in moments and not get so wrapped up in the outside world to where you really can't stay focused on really what your purpose is in life. And that really is to serve others and be here for others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that I also, when I've gone through difficult moments in life, it's easy just to push through them when you have, when you're an optimist, you know, when you have, there are positive people and negative people. And I think when, when you tend to be a positive person, which I think we both are, we can push through it. But you know, I have learned also that God doesn't want us to push through it. He wants us to sit with him in silence and allow him to heal us and really touch our hearts and not bind ourselves up, but allow him to, to put that bomb on our heart and just be okay with being hurt for a minute. I think as Christians, oh, it's going to be okay. Don't cry. Don't, what do you mean? Don't yeah. cry. I just lost somebody I love. I yeah. I need to mourn this now, or I'm going to mourn it later. So I think Christians is like, we need to make it okay that, listen, I'm not okay today. Yeah. Today, today I'm not okay. I'll be okay, but today yeah. I'm not well. and be able to sit with somebody that you love, watch them in pain. And although you want to take the pain away, know that this is part of the process. Part of the healing process is going through the pain, the anger, the hurt, the regret, right? So that's definitely something God is taught. And I would say even now is teaching me. Yeah. And it's so true because I think that, and of course, you know, now I had to move up here
1: and caretake for my mom and It was almost like in God's timing, it took me up here to just sit and look at his creation. And I really took that for granted. I was just so busy being busy that he has just has his soft ways of just saying, hey, daughter, this is a new phase right now, but you're going to be okay." And I just always have felt that from day one. I always have felt that that, you know what? I was a young believer at fifteen, and I just have seen God's hand in my life all the way through now. And what He has planned for me for the future, I just—it's He's just He's got me.
0: What would you say was the hardest thing that experience? Obviously, losing somebody you love. But what was the hardest, darkest days? What What were those? Was it when the kids were struggling? Was it just the loss of being lonely without your partner?
1: I would just say. It would have to be recently when Taylor got married. Yeah, she got married, and you know, I just she even struggled with that. She just sees how some brides went down with their dads, and hers wouldn't be there. Right. But of course, her brother, her twin brother Todd, he was amazing.
0: He sure is. He
1: stepped in, but I just kept just was the hardest thing is just to comfort my kids right. when they just. But you know what was really awesome that I saw? So many people that knew Robbie comforted my kids by the stories. So they actually got a vision of what he was like, because anyone that ever said, oh, I knew your dad, it just comforted them. But I think those moments of when they went through their life experiences, I think that was probably the hardest,
0: right? That was probably the hardest. And you have a new life experience coming up. Yes, I'll be grandma. You're gonna be grandmother. I'm so excited to tell everybody that. I'm just
1: so thrilled. And again, it's another chapter. And these are the kind of moments that, yes,
0: you miss. And
1: I get, you know, Robbie should be here for these moments, but I know he's watching. Right. Um, But it's just we just have those. That's why I say it's like this is a joy for us through right. the morning. Right. In the morning that's happening but you for see, our I just family. caught
0: you do it. You said I miss him, but but it's okay. No, it's okay just to say, wow, this is yeah, this is a really me, right. hard experience for me. Yeah. And and God is yeah. still good and He still loves me, but this is a painful experience. Yeah. I'm thrilled for my son and, and <laughs> wife, but I'm yeah. sad because. I miss my yeah. husband, who would have been an amazing grandfather, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so where do you see God directing your heart in this new podcast? What are you excited about? What are you afraid of? Talk, talk to me about this new, exciting experience that I believe God is calling you to and opening the doors to.
1: Well, you know what? One of the things for me, it's like remembering but never forgetting experiences that I've gone through and just there's so many great things that have helped me heal and it is definitely going to be a journey it's still a journey nothing I think all the little experiences that I've gone through have really brought me to this point where I just really want to encourage other people because people mourn in divorce, they mourn in the loss of a parent, they mourn in a job, there's just that word is like, it's so broad, it can be like so many things. Exactly. I just think real talk conversations that will help us and find balance, I had to find balance in life, that was very hard for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, uh, this is where I just think that, and I I, I don't, I feel like I, I don't want to keep it inside anymore. I want to really share it with other people so that they can find the joy in mourning.
0: Right. So, Lisa, I would like for you to speak into the heart of somebody listening today who's hurting and seems like their situation is hopeless. And maybe they're in the middle of the morning of the darkness and they don't don't see help. Around them, they don't see, they don't feel God's presence. They feel alone, maybe even abandoned. And would you speak to their heart?
1: You know, one of my key verses that I have that actually are, is really been so comforting to me is uh, the Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I think that's honestly, if your heart is stirring or you feel anxiety or feel sadness. There is hope in Jesus. There really is just even saying a prayer to him that, you know, because he takes it on all for us. And I think that when you just pour your heart out to him, whether you're in a, I talk to him every day when I'm in the car, I just give them all of it. I just, I, I say, you know, I crying way, however I am of that day. And I just always feel such an amazing peace. So just don't give up, believe in that there's somebody that's got your back mm-hmm. and we're here and in, in pray. I mean, just lifting up, talking to God, that's what prayer is. So I just would encourage that to just cling on to promises that he gives us in his word.
0: And would you say that you've had more good days than bad days?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. There's light at the end of the tunnel, and life is a roller coaster for all of us. We're going to go through really hard times and we're going to go through really good times. So if yeah. you're remembering when you're in the hard times and you're feeling that pain and hurt and emptiness inside, remembering this is temporary. God is with me. And we know that for believers, all suffering is temporary because on the yeah. other side of eternity, it's rejoicing. It's always in the presence of God and the presence of our loved ones. So just keep your yeah. eye on that. And yeah. I can't wait for to see your podcast come out and be published and launched. And me if somebody's too. looking for you, would you share your social media so they can follow your journey and find out about your podcast and your launch date?
1: Yes, so I have on Instagram. It is, let's see here. I always have to make sure I make sure to give you so it's joy underscore in underscore morning, M O U R N I N G. Perfect. So that's my Instagram. And yeah, and so I'm on Facebook, but it's just Lisa Smith. I'm just very excited to share with others. And thank you, Lisa, for having me on. It really is truly humbling. I'm
0: excited. I knew you were doing a podcast before you knew you were doing a podcast. <laughs> <How are> you? <laughs> and you know, when I was going through my struggle of launching the podcast and I'm trying to learn, like there's so many ends, odds and ends, and I, I kept reaching out yeah. to people that I had acquaintances with and I was like, can you help me? And nobody really helped me. So I said, you know what, Lord, I'm going to help whoever you bring to me. Yes. And our friend, mutual friend, Shonda, who is Lisa's son's mother-in-law, right? Okay. <laughs> So she was like, you know, Lisa's thinking about doing a podcast. And I was like, I am I am on it. I am team Lisa Smith. But I yeah. do think there's going to be so much value and so much depth and richness hearing from somebody who has some real hard but yeah. beautiful life experiences. And Lisa, you really are. You're a beautiful woman inside and out. As long as I've known you, you've been walking with God, trusting God, pointing other people to God and always filled with joy. So I think joy in the morning is the perfect podcast for you
1: and let me just also close with this the path is hard but god's provisions our rewards are plentiful so it can be at times but know that you'll get through it yes thank you would you like to close us in prayer oh yeah dear heavenly father lord jesus i just thank you so much for my precious friend lisa I just thank you for this time. I thank you for this podcast, Lord Jesus. I just ask that it just reach tons of people that are hurting or that are discouraged, Lord Jesus. We just want to lift them up and just find joy in their lives, Lord. And we just thank you for this time and be with us now. And um, we're just grateful for who you are in your precious son's name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you all for joining in, friends of God and friends of ours. And I hope you will Be supporting Lisa in her podcast. And if you like this podcast, then of course, we ask you to subscribe and like and share with a friend. And if you know somebody right now that's going through grief and loss, then would you send them a link to this podcast and hope that we can encourage and inspire them. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends
1: podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?